Hi, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. We're your hosts, Kiara and Yesenia. We're two neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet with our wine. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the in-between, completely unfiltered. If you haven't yet, please follow us on our Instagram, lifeslemonade.unfiltered, and please don't forget to rate and review our podcast. It helps us get seen and heard so that we can keep this fun stuff going. All right. All right. We're back. back. Another week. Another and week. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about Turning Red. The new Disney Plus movie. Yes. And the reason it came up with us was because, I guess, just all the controversial stuff we saw on, like, different, you know, Facebook and Instagram, other moms. Yeah, I even posted it on Facebook that we had watched it, and I loved it, and I didn't see any Like, why it would be controversial? And I had a friend say, like, it was too much. And she has a two-year-old son, so... What was too much? The content of it was too much. Like, for whom? For her? Because, okay, I responded to her and I was like, it's 2022. Tell the boys what's happening. That's, you know? Yeah. And instead Which of we'll like. Get into inst- that. But. <laughs> yeah. But so, she said, oh, it's just too much. And I'm like, life is too much. What? Life. <laughs> it, I mean, it's life. <laughs> what? I don't. What's too much? What's too much? I don't know. So. Okay. So let's okay. start from the beginning. The beginning of the movie. Okay. Yeah. I love the first quote. She said kind of like right in the beginning, she said, honoring your parents. When you're honoring your parents, you might forget to honor yourself. Ugh. And I thought that was so cute. Yeah. Like, yeah. It- How great is it that this is even a conversation that is happening in that age range of honoring yourself? Like, Yeah, and I feel like we can both, us, but also a lot of people can relate to that in the aspect of like either um, like your... What is it called? Your ethnic background, not yeah. ethnic. What's the other word? Ethnic. Cultural. Cultural background uh-huh. or even religious. Like I'm sure you being raised Jehovah's Witness. And Mexican. And Mexican. <laughs> yeah, that's like a double whammy. Yeah. And then like same like in the Hawaiian culture, certain things are expected of you. And, and some then- things are taboo. Yes. Yeah, some things are taboo. And even like my mom being raised Mormon, like shh. Or all of my family that is Mormon. Like, there's just so much boundaries around these conversations, which lead to problems down the road, which I feel... Yeah, because it's all just being suppressed. Like, if you're not talking about these things, that doesn't mean you're not questioning things and having you know, curiosities, that just means you're keeping it all bottled up. And who does that serve in the end? So I love that, you know, it's about like honoring yourself. You're also serving yourself. And if you're not in your... Like, if you're not honoring yourself, who will? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And then she also said, I'm my own person, but that doesn't mean doing whatever I want. So the controversy Mm. that I've seen is that people said that she's, like, going against her parents' wishes and setting a bad example for the kids watching to, like, not listen to sneak out. And I don't think it was glorifying that. I I just think that she did make a tough decision. But ultimately, look, she got caught. And, and that just goes to show you like a mom's intuition too. like, oh, I'm just going to go in and say goodnight. And oh, the, the window's open. Let me close it for my child. You know, like, those were innocent things that happened, but it got her caught. And then it led to really everything else that unraveled. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes you need to go through those hard things to learn the hard lessons. Yeah. And I think her saying that, that she 
I'm my own person, but it doesn't mean I get to do whatever I want. She said that in the very beginning before she turned into the red panda. And I feel like that goes to show you like, that's who she is. And then when you come into this, like 13 years old and your hormones start to take over, you become a different person and you stray from. So I just felt like that was like a good, like base of who she was. And then showing how the hormones totally changed changed her. Yeah, yeah, I remember because she wasn't always a bad kid. Yeah. She was like a perfectionist, right? And, and she wasn't bad. I ever, mean, but... when Alexia was, I would say, twelve was the beginning of the hard years. Twelve to fourteen were really hard because her hormones were raging, and she would go from angry to sad to, I mean, like her horm- her emotions ranged literally like within seconds of each other and she would say I don't know what's happening and like luckily I'm the kind of parent that's like it's okay I know I know it's hard she did make some really big mistakes during those years because she was playing with that boundary pushing right and it was the hardest time I think of being her mom yeah, because I, I had to I mean it's, it was like mom's Maylene's mom or Maymay's mom in the in the movie like She's just still looking at her little girl, like the perfect little girl that's always wanted to be with her and spend time with her. And now all of a sudden they want some independence and they want to create that space. I know I love the scene where she's like trying to leave and her mom's like, I made all your favorite food though. And she's like, I'm still going to go. And she's like, look at my double jointed elbow. And I was like, (laughs) she goes in a full circle. She's like trying everything she can to just like keep like a connection with yeah. her daughter and not let her stray too far. Yeah. And it's hard because as a parent, I think that's the first time you really feel rejection from your children when they start to go into those, hor- at least for me, from what I've already experienced with Alexia, having one at that stage, it felt, it was, a, it was like a, a huge blow. It was like, oh, she doesn't want to spend time with me anymore. And she doesn't want to sit and cuddle with me anymore. You know, it was like, things were changing and I didn't know how to let go of that little girl that I had. Mm -hmm. Not to say that the new stage that she was in didn't bring some blessings because it did. Like now we can have different conversations and now she can open up more about different things, but you know, it was hard. Yeah. It's definitely like shedding, shedding a layer off. I feel like when I was watching it, I got in my feels about like, yeah, this is how I felt. No, not even about my kids. Like this is how I felt. And like, I wish that, this movie was around so that like my parents, I could understand what was happening and my yeah. parents could kind of relive like my mom could go back and be like, oh, I get it. You know, yeah. because yeah. I think as you get older, you do kind of forget how crazy that period of your life is. And if you don't like bring yourself back to remember and have a little compassion, then it's easy to just be like, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. why are you being like this? And right. so I think for me watching the movie, it, kind of brought it back for me like of how I felt during that time and then that is gonna help me to deal with her and realize that it's not her necessarily it's hormones hormones. I've had so many of my clients like tell me they become aliens and then they 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 (laughs) eventually come back to I, I can't they, I feel like someone has told me this before yeah, too. Is it I, maybe probably I told a saying? You. I don't know. I don't know, but maybe. it was like you're not gonna recognize the child that you've raised and 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 almost to the timeline they they've told me by like 17, 18, they'll start to kind of calm down. And it's kind of true because Alexia is now nearing 16. And I can't say like, it's that easy, but it's a lot easier than it was in a lot of aspects, because she did go through those really hard growing pains from those two years that like now she's like, okay, I've learned the hard way. Like when she, you know, she avoided going and, you know, leaving school campus because she was like, I just knew Mm -hmm. that it was going to lead to bad things. But you know, it's just, 
yeah, I think May May did a great job of of like figuring herself out. Like I love how she would bring herself back to calmness, right? She would like breathe through it and she was thinking of her friends. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was great cuz like you're bringing so much awareness into oh my gosh, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I got to control myself. And control in a good way. It's not like suppress. It's it's uh, manage, I would say. Yeah. Instead. Move it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought it was so funny too when she was like <laughs> having all the, like all of a sudden these like passionate feelings hit her about the boy <laughs> band and like yeah. boys. And she's like under her bed yeah. feeling like, yeah. oh my God, what's like, happening? What's, like, what am I feeling? I want to feel this way and it's exciting, but also like, I don't think I'm supposed to do something to hide. Right. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny because I was like, oh my God, there was totally that stage in my life when all of a sudden I was like, yeah and it's so crazy because as like now as an adult you recognize the feeling like when you're turned on right yeah so but when you're that young and you're just feeling it for the first time you're like what is this feeling I don't know is this normal so much more intense so much more like obsessive almost I mean like that's just normal to be like her pictures and drawings and everything I'm like oh yeah I've been there with like like, daydreaming and the yeah yeah for sure (laughs) and then her poor mom like drags her in there I thought that was an interesting theme through the whole thing is her mom always blaming everyone else for causing her to react that way because that's that goes to show you like mom didn't want to accept the fact that her Mm -hmm. daughter could be responsible for that yeah and that a lot of parents do that I have encountered a lot of parents in the years of Alexia making friends where the the parent will like blame Alexia or you know or the other my child instead of saying like okay yeah I can see where my kid could have been the one at fault like no one ever wants to that's crazy. I feel like I'm always like, uh, yeah, that that was my <laughs> like, or the first but to why like the denial. I don't understand the denial. Is it is it because that makes you admit that you've got some talking to do with your kid, or do you really think they're perfect? Because I think at the end of the day, we know our children so well, and we know. Yeah, I don't know. Kids. I don't have that problem. I feel I don't like either. I am very like I'm the first to to consider that it was my kid that right. caused the problem. I know, me too, when I'm like, oh God, what did she do? Because, yeah. I don't know. I think that just goes back to, like, what we talked about last time was, like, having that... Um, awareness. Awareness, yeah. yeah. Like, awareness that, that your kid isn't going to be perfect and that and it, they need and work. And it actually sometimes doesn't even reflect on the parent. It shouldn't reflect on the, the parent. Kid. Because it's just the kid. Yeah. Everybody's working through their own stuff and our ki- kids are doing it, like really unfiltered because they're literally learning their parameters and their boundaries and all that. I mean, so yeah. why, why are we expecting them to not make mistakes? And, you know, those things happen, like if they misbehave at a play date and someone tells you, okay, great. Now I know what to talk to my daughter about. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not, it doesn't make you a bad parent if your child misbehaves because that's natural for them to. Yeah. How do you correct the behavior if no one's telling you? Right. Or if you're not admitting right. that. Oh, Allie, we, so when we were watching it, Allie looks over at me and she goes, wow, that mom is overprotective. That's so funny because Malaya literally, she does not talk. She, even when it ended, I was like, do you have any questions for me? And she was very quiet. So I kind of had to like ask her some questions to pull things out of her. And she was like, oh yeah, like, you know, she has to control her anger. And I think that's what she noticed the she most resonated. because that's what she struggles with the most is that explosive anger Mm -hmm. and it could be sadness and it could be embarrassment but it comes out as anger for her always 
So then I, when she said that, I asked her, okay, I said, what other emotions did you pick up on in the movie? And then she was able to give me some good examples. She said, anger, excitement, calmness, sadness, scaredness, <laughs> and embarrassment. Aww. So those were all things that she was able to pick up. Like once I yeah. kind of like pulled some things out of her yeah. that she was able to talk about that. You yeah. know, I thought it was funny that Ellie said that because she just, I don't know. She just like, we weren't even talking about it. She just was like, she's very overprotective. And I was like, yeah, she is. Mm-hmm overwhelming but Allie is like one to like not be controlled so yeah. I'm sure that really stuck out to her See like that? oh yeah. I get that girl because yeah. I, I doesn't want to be yeah. yeah so I'm like I'm sure that resonated with her for sure but yeah I just thought it was so interesting that her her mom's mom was like that too oh yeah and completely like made her suppress everything yeah. so then when I asked Allie we were watching it and I was like why do you think the mom panda is so much bigger than mm-hmm. all the other pandas and she's like Cause she has all those feelings she's never let out that's and I was exactly like, yeah. what I was telling Malaya because she was like I told you she was really big mom because Malaya watched it earlier this week okay but I didn't know that she had watched it. So she was like, she's really big. So then when we were watching the part with the concert and I said, Malaya, why do you think she's so big like that? And she was like, yeah, because she's got all those feelings, you know, and it's I love that they get that. I don't see why anyone would have no, a problem with this I movie. I really it. don't. So then I asked her when we got to the part about the periods. Yes. So, so, I mean, she knows because she has a big sister and and she sees me. But I said, do you have any questions about the period scene? And she goes, well, how do you put pads on? And then how do you put tampons in and does it hurt? You know, so then she had like more specific questions. Oh, interesting. We didn't even... Yeah. Talk about that. So at she, all. I think she was more curious and more specific on that. And, yeah. I, and so, and then she was like, but then I'm going to have to go to school and I'm going to have to like, she's oh. like, I'm going to be embarrassed. And I said, well, you're not wanting to walk around and tell everybody, but yeah. you're not going to be embarrassed. It's okay. Yeah. It's a natural thing. Or you can be, and that's fine too. Yeah. Like, and then she was like, well, how does the tampon stay in there? And they're like, she had so many questions <laughs> about that. So that's funny. No, Allie didn't ask at all about that. <laughs> we talked about getting your period, but it was more geared towards like the feelings that you're going to feel. And then, um, I did tell her, like, obviously what a period was. Yeah. You're going to bleed every month for yeah. the rest of, you know, for a very long time yeah. until you're getting old. And then she was like, I don't want to be 13. I'm scared. Uh, and I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, it could happen before. And I was like, it's not exactly 13. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's just yeah, happens. It's nature. You, you can't control it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, every single woman goes through it. And it's just what happens. And yeah. so I think she, it, she didn't seem, like, too anxious about it after that. But in the beginning, she was like, <gasps> like... <laughs> Yeah. It's coming soon. Um, oh, she asked me. She asked me if she put it in the pee hole. <laughs> so then we had to explain the yeah, different holes. Because some women are like 20 and 30 and don't know. Because Yeah, because they don't I use mean, them. No, but they don't oh. even know that there's different holes down there. That is crazy. I, I feel understand. like I've asked... I feel like it's self-exploration, for one. I feel like I've asked Rick, <laughs> like, as a quiz, like, do you know how many holes are down there? Like, and you'd be surprised how many men have no idea that there's more than... Well, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, obviously, Will probably knows because he doesn't went to nursery. I would <laughs> have <hoping>. physiology. <laughs> I would hope. But like, and Rick knew, but uh, he's a medic. But I think there are so many men out there. Yeah. Which, that that's, just have no concept. But that's the problem. And then women too. That's like, the problem is that this is why we need to have the conversations yeah. because it's not just about teaching your girls about their bodies. It's teaching boys about their bo- about girls' bodies and what they experience and go through too. Like, yeah. it sucks. 
as a female, we have to deal with so many different layers of things that men don't even have to think about. I'm sure there are the same things with men, some things that they feel like that on. But I feel like ultimately women have a harder life. I agree. Yeah, there's nothing really that that translates. No to men and yeah and if you're gonna grow up and be a husband and a father it would do you some good to know what's going on well then so (laughs) so when she said what hole do I put it in I was like well you have like your your pee hole and then you have the other hole where the babies come out of which (laughs) oh my gosh it was like when I when I said that I was like oh shit now I have to explain (laughs) other things right so then but she was like but where is it and I was like well it's it's between your pee hole and your butthole right (laughs) and and she's like and I said you've never explored like you've have you ever felt a different hole and she goes but she got embarrassed and she was like no and I said well maybe you can look sometime yeah you know and and then she so she had the blanket over her lap and then I get I could feel her like moving her hand <laughs> and she goes oh I think I found it <laughs> I was like oh wash your hands You're like, in private like, yeah wash your hands yeah I'm just like okay. I have heard that like <laughs> parents always say that they're like you're fine to like do whatever you need to do down there like that's your body but you need to do, do it, in, it in your room and wash your make sure your hands are clean yeah like those are the only but that's <laughs> that's funny she's like oh got it I found it I think I found it mom <laughs> oh my gosh well yeah. so you, you don't know, get more open than that you I know mean. I know but she's so res- reserved and I'm not used to that because Alexia would ask me stuff all the time so mm-hmm. I'm used to like yeah I'm used to the child coming to me and not with Malaya. I have to like pull stuff out of her. But also I don't realize maybe she knows more than I think she knows because she's got an older sister and listens to things. And that girl's got ears everywhere, even Mm -hmm. though I think she doesn't, you know? Yeah. But she's (laughs) so (laughs) so not the pee hole, not the butthole. (laughs) So funny. Um, Oh, look, she goes, I think I found it somewhere. I wrote that down. (laughs) so cute um okay so i had another quote that ali said oh it was super cute it was towards the end of the movie and she's like she shouldn't go back to her old self she loves who she became Mm -hmm. and it was like when she was trying to decide if she should if she should go through the portal yeah i thought that was a really monumental moment yeah because i feel like even as an adult now i'm going through this kind of a portal where i'm deciding Mm -hmm who I want to be, who I am, and am I going to be more real to myself or am I going to try to fit in the status quo little box that people want me to stay in? Yeah. And I'm not about that. Like I, I am about, I mean, just in general, the role I've kind of taken on in my family is also to break molds. Yeah. I'm not staying with an abusive partner. I am not I am tattooed. I am pierced. I am, you know, like, I feel like I have pushed my own limits Mm -hmm. and it has made me feel like an outsider at sometimes, but, or, or made me feel like I'm crazy, but I'm like, no, I, why am I, why is it a crazy, why do I feel like I'm the crazy person for being true to myself? I, it made me feel more crazy to follow what everybody else Mm -hmm. wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. That wasn't resonating with me. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down that all so all of her ancestors gave up their pandas and she didn't. And it shows you that like things can change. change. Things can change with still having respect for what happened before you and how it's going to be. And still honoring. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to always do the same thing. Like 
I don't think there's in, like there's people living now that can't get with the change that are like in their I don't know seventies let's say who can't get with the co- the current times yeah and think that the way that they lived their life was best right but I don't think like past that like anyone from a hundred years ago yeah would say that ne- today is any better than what it was then you know like no I don't evolution think so. I think it's just relevant that- to the time that you're living in yeah, yeah. and yeah. like it's not wrong if yeah. it's different it doesn't you know it doesn't mean it's wrong yeah it, but then if the if you have like i guess you have the more generations that you have that are strong in your life that are still living by those uh beliefs mm-hmm. and morals or standards or whatever then it's kind of like the voice is louder to not be going against what every what what is expected you know traditionally yeah. or culturally or it takes a very special type of person to break that boundary i don't think everyone has it in them yeah no no obviously yeah yeah (laughs) you do but I'm sure there's people yeah your siblings that don't have that strong of a urge as you you know yeah like out of the three of us I would say like one of my sisters has a stronger urge to like do things differently Differently. than the rest of us like it's just yeah takes a different kind of person to yeah I think my sister and I have been like the change makers in our family yeah And I don't know, I think ultimately, too, I think that comes with being a woman. I think women, you know, we change more things because we we have our intuition and we have that, you know, that feeling that something's off or it's not what you want to do. And, you know, some people follow their intuition a lot better. And I think it's just like a woman's job to kind of push that. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I can't, I mean, if it were up to men, I think we would still be. They're slaves. (laughs) Yeah. In the kitchen, but not leaving the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. I, I, don't I mean, know. maybe I don't, not. There's I, men that, I don't know. That yeah. are more receptive. It would take, it would have taken a lot longer, a lot to, longer get to where we women are. questioning. And yeah. that's what it is, is like having that, that questioning or finally going, Hey, like this isn't, why am I getting paid less for the same job that that guy is doing with the same education with, you know, like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense yeah. at all. So, so what did you think about the, I could see on one of the things that I read, someone was talking about the chanting, you know, when they were doing, when they did the circle mm-hmm. and it was like, they were talking about how it was like devil worshiping. And I, I have a really hard time with that because first of all, the chanting was in Cantonese. I was going to say, yeah. Is and it translated into devil worshiping or that's just what they're assuming? I think that's the... what they're assuming because the, the, the panda was in the circle and they're standing around and the chanting and the, the man with the... The people that the, are the saying shaman. that are what? Like white women from the USA that have not an Probably. ounce of, of Other cultural, cultural... Yeah, yeah, because in Hawaii, chanting is... Yeah. Um, offering to the gods right. not the devil right and we do that all the time like I, yeah, I guess i guess it doesn't fit the christian that's a very un, uneducated thing to say if you yeah because sure. clearly this movie is cultural right so if you're not cultural yeah, right. and you don't understand what's happening you don't get to make an assumption and not just an assumption it was it's like a it's like a direct attack it's like that's true yeah like devil worshiping no they are honoring you know the devil a red panda (laughs) (laughs) well like (laughs) yeah i don't know i yeah so i asked malaya what she thought about the chanting part and she was like it was cool (laughs) she just started (laughs) it was cool and i'm just like that is such a malaya answer you know but i i don't think there's anything wrong with it i went to a buddhist um monastery for a weekend and the chanting was my favorite part because 
when you have that many voices joined together, the energy is unreal. And you feel like, it's so hard to explain, but you feel, you feel the energetic pull and union it like that's what it is and that's why it's powerful when there's more people doing it right because i don't know i would never associate that with devil worship like where does that come i have no idea i'm curious if those people actually even watched it yeah they're just adding fuel to the fire because they have nothing better to do yeah yeah i don't know i really truly can't i don't get i don't get anyone's dislike for it i don't understand the controversy i I think it's that small-minded mentality too where it's like this is an opportunity to have hard conversations embarrassing conversations uh uncomfortable conversations and maybe those people that have a hard time with it are the people that are not ready to have those like they're they're uncomfortable with themselves, let alone having a conversation with their children. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, Aiden watched it with us. Yeah, and he's five. But and that's the he thing. He didn't like, have a thing to say. Yeah, it went right things, over his head. Yeah, exactly. So I don't get like. Yeah. you know, if and you as, have younger kids, they're not gonna get it. No. If you have kids that are getting it and asking questions, answer the questions. Like, right. so what's the? But problem? that's what I mean. It's the people that don't want to answer the questions that's because they're uncomfortable wild. with themselves. It's wild. So There's, I think it's more of a reflection on the parents than anything. There's it's never a been a question that Allie has come to me and asked me, and I'd be like, Meh. No, not now. I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. And there have been times where she's asked me a question and I'm like, oh, it's just something that you're going to learn later in life. Like you just don't need to know it yeah. now. But either way, like, what's the problem with, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. It's to me. just weird. Um, but, well, I thought it was cute at the end when she was like, my mom, it's my panda, my choice. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it was just <laughs> me, but I thought her panda and her, the matriarch of the family yeah. is panda like colliding Very, at the end. Yeah. I was like, this is showing that all of this tradition that has happened for so many years in at the very beginning of it, I feel like she kept her panda. She did. Yeah. And so you've just let these like crazy rules and like restrictions and expectations over time become this thing. Yeah. And at the heart of it, like your ancestors or the beginning of the family, that's not what they wanted to start with. For sure. So it was like kind of cute at the end to just be like, oh, that's who she was supposed to be. That's who like who she is being true to herself. And that's it fits the family. Right. Like she is. And then it, like it's, it goes full circle. It, it, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like now I'm still honoring, but you're honoring me honoring what I want to do. Yeah. And we're, I am this new beginning yeah. of our whatever. And it's What's... healthier mm-hmm. because then like, I love the part where like all the aunts and the grandma had their, their spirit, like the mom <laughs> had her spirit in the little, what was it? The, the little gadget. And she was like, this thing is hungry all day. And she's like, feeding oh, like the Tamagotchi. Yeah, the Tamagotchi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was funny because yeah. now like all the ants had a new version of that. Yeah. And so they're now they're bringing the older tradition in, up to times a little bit because mm-hmm. now they've seen that, hey, you can do both. Right. No, I thought it was great. I really love the movie. I definitely got like a lump in my throat but i'm not a crier in movies and it's funny either but i was like oh my gosh i I just had the feels like well it's a perfect movie for the feels it really is because it takes you on that entire ride of being a girl finding yourself and And raising girls i feel like it's really like oh my gosh like it just opens your eyes to like I really gotta like remember this when I'm when we're going through these motions. Yeah. Because it was just so important to like 
I don't know, not get wrapped up in like what you need them to be or what you think they should be or what you think is right. And I even wrote it down at the end. I was like, I feel like the overarching lesson was like, as long as they're healthy and safe, you need to just let them become who they're going to become. And it's going to be hard and they're not going to be easy. And it doesn't mean that you have to just let them do whatever they want or not fight with them or not punish them. But it's just the the way. But guiding, guiding or walking alongside, I think more than anything, it's, like right now, Malaya has been funny about like, I want to wear this and I don't want to wear this. So it's like, okay, that's fine. I, if you want to do that, I am happy to let you or not let you, but I'm happy to, to like, yeah, let you express yourself and however you want, because I feel like the harder you are on the rules and the parameters, the more they're going to want to break out of it. And that's kind of how I was like, mm-hmm. I grew up in a really strict house, like for the girls and it just made me want to break more rules. And there, and the thing is too, like the rules weren't really said they were implied. So there was a lot of like eggshell feeling because you didn't know what you when were. When you were about to break yeah. the rule or when you were about yeah. to get a new rule imposed. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I, I feel that. Yeah. But then it led. Oh my God. Yeah. So. How, so how did it happen? Okay. So I put her to bed. Uh-huh. And I was laying in there and I said, like, how this is when Aiden was not with us. I was like, how do you feel? Like, what do you think? And she's, I said, do you have any questions? And she said, yeah, what was she talking about when she said her, I can't remember the wording, her flower was blooming. Her red peony. Yes. When she was getting her red peony bloom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, she was getting her period. And she's like, oh, and I said, do you know what that is? And she's like, not really. And I was like, okay, well. Um, so then we were like, had the ovary and the uterus and the, it's like, once you start with that, oh, just gotta it's, go. it's unraveling. Yeah. So I'm like, Hey, so you have two ovaries, they have eggs in them. One goes down, sits there, doesn't get fertilized. So then all she's like, fertilized. What do you up. mean? What does that mean? Yeah. So then she was like, Oh, okay. So then when you want a baby, you just like tell it to fertilize. And I was like, no, it needs a fertilizer. And she's like, where do you get that? And I was like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> We're just in it. So then I told her, I'm like, the penis goes in the <laughs> There's vagina. no returns. There's no returns. <laughs> yeah. I said, it was so funny though. I said, the penis goes in the vagina uh-huh. and it has a fertilizer and it comes out and it fertilizes the egg. And she looked at me in disgust <laughs> and she goes, why would people do that? It sounds gross. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> It is gross. Yeah, it is. And she just looked at me and I said, it is gross, but one day it's not going to seem gross. And then when it doesn't seem gross to you anymore, then you have a responsibility to not have a baby till you're ready. And she was like, oh, okay. And And then she said, so can a girl and a girl get married and have a baby? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, how does that work? And I said, oh boy. Okay. So... They take the egg out, then somewhere you have to find a boy, and you take his fertilizer, and you put it in a dish, and then you put it back in you, and then she has the baby, and she's married to a girl, and then they're moms, and she's like, yeah, that sounds better. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. So you've just encouraged her. She's like, that sounds like a better way around than what she thinks is gross. She doesn't want the gross part. So I'm going to just do the girl-girl thing. (laughs) And I'm like, hilarious. oh boy. That's so funny um, how her brain worked that I way. I know. Yeah. It really just like, cause she was like, how can I get around? Like, so how did it end then? How did that conversation end? That was it? I, yeah. I just like asked her if she had any questions and she was like, not really. I'm like, okay, well like this is something that 
it's a conversation between me and you. <laughs> we're not going <laughs> to Which go we later find to- out. Well, <laughs> so we're not going to go and talk to people about it. You know, this is just something that you learn from mommy and daddy. If, uh, But I did like preface. I'm like, I don't want you to ever feel embarrassed. Like you can't talk to us. Like it's weird. Yeah. I'm like, it's not none of it. It's all just normal. Yeah. Everyone does it. It's normal. At this age, you get your information from mommy and daddy. Yeah. And that's it. <clears throat> So yeah, so I thought we were good <laughs> until <laughs> until I I call you and warn you she's coming. So um, I was where was I? I think I was in the kitchen doing something, and Malaya's like, "Mom," and I'm like, "Cause Ali came over." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" And she's she's standing at the top of the stairs, and I'm downstairs, and I'm like, "What's up?" She's like, "Ali's telling me that in order to have a baby, a man's private part has to go in a vagina." <laughs> And then I look at Allie. She's already like halfway down the stairs and she just stopped. Right. And her face turns red. And I'm like, Allie, did your mom, I said, did you say that? And she goes, yeah, but she doesn't believe me. Right. And she was like, cause she was like, cause Malaya said, that's not true. Right. Mom. (laughs) And I was like, Yes, it is true. And Allie, did your mom specifically tell you not to have this conversation with anybody else? And she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, so why did you have that conversation with Malaya when your mom specifically said? And she was like, because I just, I don't, and she like looked out. <laughs> and, and then I said, okay, I said, well, you crossed the line. You crossed the boundary. I don't appreciate you doing that because your mom told you not to say anything. Yeah. I said, so I'm going to need you to go home. And Malaya, you and I are going to go on a walk right now because I need Gigi to fall asleep. Right? So Allie goes home and I'm getting Gigi in the stroller. And so we're on this walk now. So Malaya is like within seconds of walking outside of the door. So how does it happen? She's like, ready to Yeah, she's like, but how does it happen? She's like, are you laying down? Oh, Oh, wow. She went into the specifics. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, I was like, let's backtrack this a little bit. I'm like, women have eggs and men have something called sperm. And the sperm needs to go inside a woman's vagina to meet the egg in order to be able to fertilize it to have a baby. And she was like, okay. And then so we're walking. So I'm just like, I answer and we, we walk in silence and then she's like okay so then you know it's like questions were coming up as we were walking Uh and she had a couple of really funny questions she was like so you only do it to have babies you you had to do that with like to get me and I said yeah she she was like so you and my dad and you and and then my ex Daniel so I'm like yes (laughs) and and it's like how much do I want to say I know yeah that's specific how much do I want to say because now she knows yeah and and I have a you know children from other you know another person so so then she's like so do you guys look at each other do you stare at each other's eyes when you're doing it and I was like yeah and I and I said by the way doing it I said the act is called sex and she was like dad says that's a bad word (laughs) I was like it's not a bad word it's just we weren't ready to have those conversations with you when you were younger but then you know like we're she's walking on the wall on the walk and she goes so then are you standing up, laying down, or like she's asking me all these other questions, sitting down, are you looking at each I'm other's like, eyes and t- yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah, you can do it that all those ways as long as the penis goes in the vagina. You know? <laughs> oh, and then oh, it's wow. just like she really went. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's oh, fine. Will's like, oh, I'm yeah, not I'm, ready for I'm going to have to warn him oh that he's going to come home to Malaya knowing that. So then she was like, so 
so you guys had to do that to get Gigi. Like, did you guys, um, what did you say? <laughs> did you plan her? And I said, yes, we did. And I said, and she's like, okay, so you only did it one time with her, one time with me. And so then I'm like, no, we're not going to have this conversation about it's actually pleasurable and it's not, you know, you don't just have sex to have babies. And that's a whole nother conversation. I didn't, we didn't touch on that. Yeah, no. But yeah, so she's like, so you look at each other's eyes. Do you kiss? And she's like, do you kiss? And I'm like, yeah, you, we kiss. I said, it's an intimate act. And I said, and as a woman, you need to be very, I said, choosy on who you want to have sex oh, yeah. with. And I said, because I said, would you want everybody's penis going inside? Of you? And it, like, no. So I said that because, so I said, you have to honor your body because you don't want just everybody's you know like yeah stuff yeah <laughs> it was awkward oh, wow. but you know what yeah. we went into we, we went did into not it. want yeah. to know about the logistics and she told us today because we then sat her down and we're like that was not okay for you to tell malaya yeah like i told you for a reason it's not a joke like i need to be able to trust you blah blah, blah. we had this whole conversation and then I was like, Rick goes, would you rather us not talk to you about it? And mm -hmm. she said, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, no, that's not what I, that's not what I was looking for. And she, he goes, what do you mean? And she goes, I wish you would have just waited till I was like 12, like right before it happened. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> you know? And I was like, but she's just saying no, that now. I said, you need to be prepared because what if one day you just turn into a red panda? You right. don't want to be prepared right. before you become a giant red panda. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I guess. But she was like, she really was like, as soon as I told her how it happened, she was like, I don't need to know anymore. Yeah. And so then I told Rick, I was like, yeah, I'm, I mean, she needs to know. I'd rather us tell her a little before she's right. ready than her yes. learn from somebody else. And, and the misinformation. But I'm also going to follow her guide on yeah. if she just, she just doesn't want to know anymore, yeah. then we'll stop. And then when she comes to me with, more questions and we'll ask more questions but Malaya at this did... point in time the penis and the vagina was enough for her oh yeah <laughs> it's no. like gross Malaya asked I'm me done. a lot more questions oh, and then she gosh. also asked me about the girl she was like so when two girls are married then they can't can they have a baby so then i i went into like the artificial insemination and then i went oh, into yeah. and then i also went into um um kind of IVF talk like I didn't tell her it was called IVF but I mm. we have a friend that struggled and I said so like when she couldn't have a baby <laughs> When she couldn't have a baby, they needed some help from doctors, and yep. this is how they did it. So it's not just with sex that people have babies. Sometimes mm -hmm. they they have to do it for other reasons. And I said, and there's something called surrogate moms, and you oh, know, so yeah. so we there's went so into much. that. So now she's got a like a really broad spectrum, a little bit of knowledge on the whole topic of yeah. how babies come, and it's not always traditional, and sometimes it is traditional, you know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. It's so funny the different paths they took on questioning. Yeah. But you know, like, that's why I said we went on the walk. And so like, I was going to go anyway to get her to fall asleep. But I thought this is a perfect time because they always say that to have these hard conversations with your kids, the car is usually a good yes, place because yeah. you're not looking at each other. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, let's just go on a walk. And she's walking side by side and, you know, she's over here kicking dirt and stuff. Yeah. It was a perfect opportunity. Yeah, because Allie was fine last night. We were both laying in her bed. And then today when we, like, went back over it, kind of, and Rick was asking her, like, what exactly did you tell Malaya? Yeah. She, like, hit her head and she's like, I don't want to talk about it with you, Dad. Like, she, it just yeah. was uncomfortable yeah. for her. And, yeah, I well, do Well, also feel now like... because she's got to look at her dad and realize that he put his penis in you. <laughs> 
that's why. I don't know if that's connected in it your is. brain. It, of course it is, I because know. she knows that she exists and Aiden exists. It's so interesting to me that she didn't have more questions. She has more questions. She just hasn't asked them. Yeah. She really just, I think she was having a really hard time getting over the gross factor. Yeah. <laughs> she was that's like, so funny, because Malaya didn't even say it was gross. I'm just wait, like waiting for the day where she's like, what, so when do you guys? Yeah. <laughs> when is it? Now? Is it happening now? Or yeah, like, uh, yeah. you know? I know. I don't like, know. Malaya, like, are you laying down? And I'm like, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> are you looking into each other's eyes? Looking into each other's eyes. Are you kissing? But then obviously that's something that maybe they've seen that she's in seen movies. in a movies. Yeah. Because you know? that's so the- now it makes... It probably makes sense to her why we say cover your eyes, yeah. you know, when it gets a little, when it's a little too much. Like, yeah. Or I'm sure like a lot of PG-13 movies too. That's probably the yeah. extent of it before it yes. happens. They don't show. So that's all they've seen yeah. up to. And also the word sex. They've heard it many times. I asked Allie though. I said, have you ever heard sex or do you know anything like what I told you yeah. happened? Has never everyone, has anyone ever told you that before? And she was like, no. And I was like, kids don't talk about it at school. And she's like, no. And she genuinely seemed like we did not have these conversations at school, which has surprised me because I found out about sex when I was in first I'm grade. I'm pretty sure she's having. But I'm I don't know. Sure. We just well, were having such an honest conversation that yeah. I feel like she would have just said it and she yeah. didn't. So I don't know. But yeah. Oh, man. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. But you know what? At least at this, this is the beginning of it. They're nine years old and. You know, girls are just getting their periods younger and younger. So it really, it would, we would be doing ourselves a disservice to wait until they're 12 and 13 to have these conversations. Yeah. I have a friend that I was just with today and she was like, I got my period when I was 10 years old. And my friend had to take me in the bathroom and teach me how to use everything because my parents didn't. Malaya asked me, she goes, do I take after more your genetics or dad's? And I said, well, I think your dad's more. And she goes, so how old was Mama Jenny, which is my mother-in-law? She said, how old was Mama Jenny when she got her period? Because maybe then I'll get it like at the age she was. And I said, yeah, that's really good thinking. Yeah. We'll have to ask her sometime because we can prepare you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, yeah, that, that's Allie. She's like counting down to 13. And I'm like, that doesn't mean yeah. 13's about. Like it yeah. could be before. It could be later. Like you just don't yeah. know. So I'm telling you now so you can prepare. How old were you when you got your 13. period? 13. Yeah, I was summer going into eighth grade. Yeah. But then it was weird because I... I was so athletic and so skinny yeah. and I had PCOS yeah. that I didn't know. But I, so I only got my period three times a year oh, wow. for most of my life until I had kids. Wow. So yeah. Mine's always been very like on. But I mean, yeah, if, if we're in our thirties and we still are, have unexpected hormone <laughs> fluctuations, like imagine dealing with that as a teenager. Like we just have to be so mindful of that with them like you know you're gonna be 30 and 40 and still not know how to control those hormones so you just do the best you can because the hormones are always changing and then that's a really good segue into like the things that you eat affect your hormones and the things that you if you exercise it affects your hormones so it's like this is this is a good starting point I think for us to be able to now talk about these other things like you know, I, I work out because it helps me feel more normal and that's mm-hmm. part of regulating my hormones, yeah. you know? So it's, and also, you know, there are days where you need to honor your body and slow down because you're on your period and it's asking you to, to just yeah. be mellow, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess it's uncomfortable. It it's, I mean, yeah, 
It reminded me too of that scene in the movie when she's like guzzling the tea, the yeah. like cramping tea. Yes. Her I know, she's like, yeah, <laughs> just trying to do anything, yeah, anything to like help. Yeah, and her mom's like, "I got the vitamin." Uh, she's like, "I got the B12. I've got this. I've got that." And yeah. she's like, "It pulled out all of the I'm all the things. Yeah, yeah. It but... was so cute. I really don't get any controversy. I no, really don't. I thought it was a great movie, and I think it's uh, if used properly that it's only going to help parents have a closer relationship with their kids. Yeah, it's a good teaching so, I don't know. I just encourage everyone to look beyond the the things that they've read. Watch it yourself and really watch it. And then sit and think about why, if you're getting triggered by something, why is this triggering you? Like, yeah. you know, do you need to change something generally, yeah. generationally that, yeah. you know, if you feel uncomfortable because your parents made you feel uncomfortable because their parent, like right. change, it's time to change you so on that to? your kids don't end up like you like uncomfortable you. Yeah. in, in, a, in their the, old the age. Most natural conversation that you should, really should have. Yeah. What's, uh, yeah. All the things that are considered taboo are just things that happen naturally that people don't want to talk about mm -hmm. yeah right yeah so i don't know i think it was great and i mean obviously we're going to probably have like way more waves of conversations after this mm -hmm. but uh, we ripped the band-aid off for yeah. sure <laughs> i'm sure there's more coming but but yeah i thought it's it was a good great. start it's a good start and i, I i'm <laughs> proud that we can have these conversations with our daughters yeah in the way that we are constructively yeah and they woke up, the kids woke up this morning and rewatched it again. And oh, I finished watching it this morning because yeah. I fell asleep last night. And I feel like at some point they're going to watch it so many times, it's just going to be natural to them. Yeah. It's not going to feel like a big deal. No. And that's like the other benefit because kids watch movies on repeat when Normalize, they love them. Normalizing the hard shit. Mm -hmm. I think that's yeah. what it's about because if yeah. we don't do it at home, where are they going to feel safe to do it? No. You know? Like, or they're going to try to find a safe place that's not going to be a safe place. That won't be, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it'll be misinformation and it'll be i don't know just I, I think you just have to trust the source that it's coming from yeah yeah you don't get pregnant by poking your eyeball <laughs> yeah no you know you don't so i will wait for the convert actually alexia never came to me after we had the talk we she never came to me at, at a later point asking me oh so it's is it for pleasure too you know so because she at that time had an example of my brother my older brother and his wife they had been married for like 13 years and they didn't have kids. She was like, oh, so they don't have sex because they don't have kids. And I was like, oh, well, okay, we're going to stop there. That was it. But I also think normal body, like, um, when you're discovering your own yeah. body, I think you kind of figure that out on your own, too. That's true. Yeah. Because I, I remember doing you that myself. You really need people to tell you. I think, you know. I remember doing that. I think but then I remember feeling so dirty because my mom always talked to me, like, you know, read the Bible and it was mass, like everything against yeah, masturbation. And, and then that goes into shaming you for the most natural urge that you can have. And if it's with yourself, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like you're discovering yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it in private. Right. I don't think that masturbation is dirty. Yeah. So, you know, why are we, and do we shame boys as much for touching their, their, pee pee and seeing it go up because i remember my nephew would do that when he was little right and they're like, like oh it's just a boy yeah it's just a boy and it's just a boy but yeah. if if a little girl's touching herself in the bathtub and she you know it's like that feels good yeah and then it's like oh no no, no that does not feel good so like really from a young age as women we're being told that your pleasure is not important your pleasure does not have a space here yeah don't do it it's yeah. dirty 
Yeah. And we need to change. Oh, that's a whole nother conversation. It really is. But yeah, yeah, I think that, I don't know. I think these conversations are really great. I want to have more of these conversations that are going to push the envelope and, you know, like just get, get it all out in the open. Yeah. Yeah. We've got things in store. For sure. And our listeners just get to follow along on this ride. It's gonna we be call ride. life, you know, and it's unfiltered. This is what you guys get. You're coming alongside hearing our really raw, real experiences that happen. And, you know, this is a vulnerable place that we are in also sharing the stuff that we're sharing. So yeah. And I feel like if you listen to this and it made you upset or frustrated or mad, or you have strong opinions about why we're, we're wrong. talking about you need to dig a little deeper yeah. and discover why you feel that way because everything Ultimately, we talked about that yes there are opinions but also they're facts of life yes. so yeah and also like yeah if something triggers you it's just a mirror what is reflecting back at yeah, you yeah it's not us it's so your thing your yeah. thing to deal with so yeah deal with that deal with, <laughs> deal with it for sure <laughs> i don't know i th- i'm I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful that we're conscious moms. I know. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine like some other mom. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I grew up with one, but, but know, I mean but like Allie was... running across the street to any other house and being like, <laughs> so this is how, yeah, like, that could have been bad for someone else. But that's really cool. Still like, but, I'm but upset look how... that she did that. But I know, but look time... how cool, because you know me and how cool is it that we're being pushed out of comfort limits ourselves all the time with these girls and the way they are so comfortable in each other's houses like that's a blessing and I know how you and Rick are so I trust you guys implicitly with what happens over there and I'm it's the same over here you know like me saying to Allie you cross the boundary and you need to go home and she knows I love her yeah you know what I mean and yeah if that would have happened in another house and that wasn't said like that's just like you would have issues with the parent you would be that and like it's a whole nother topic but also like this is where it comes in where it takes a village you know like she needs to learn that everyone has boundaries and not just your parents can be upset with you for doing something wrong and so like her learning that is like oh learning to respect you and your house like it's just so important yeah and I grew up that way with yeah. like having aunties and uncles and going to all of their houses and they had no problem telling me telling when I was you. wrong. Yeah. And I feel like that in I think today's that's world, so important. that doesn't happen. It's no. like a, oh, you did something wrong. Like, let's take you to your mom to deal with it. Like, mm-hmm. no, you, you're the, and it's not your responsibility to punish them no. or anything, it's but it is your responsibility to say yeah. what your boundaries are so that kids learn that everyone has boundaries. Well, and what she really learned in that was that she crossed your boundary that you had set so it was you know and I called her out on it yeah 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 so (laughs) oh boy it's all good you know this is this is life and we're just we're just navigating it as best as we can and I'm really grateful that I get to do it with you I really am I can't imagine anyone else no no I know the things that have happened between our households is kind of nuts it is yeah Wow. I know. It's only been a year. Less than a year. Less than a year. I know. I was telling Rick, we just need to build like an underground tunnel from our house to your house so we can stop looking like crazy people. Yeah. Like so when I, I was walking around. Yes. you're cooking for dinner. Yeah. I'm like, I'm coming. <laughs> when I was walking over yesterday with the charcuterie board and wine and, you know, Gigi, I'm just like, yep, this is normal here. We're coming. Was she hanging out her window? Right. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. <laughs> I haven't seen her in her window in a while. 
I know. I haven't either. Maybe she's gone. I know she travels sometimes oh. for her work, but I don't know. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Wild. All right. But anyway, so cheers to another week. Yes. Okay? And what a wild week. It, yeah. Very much so. And we didn't even touch on the rest of our weeks, but this this is a whole lot today. All right. And then next week we have your sister. Yeah, exactly. So, tune so in. To find out the most influential person in my life. So excited. Okay. Yeah. Remember, Lemon Drops, be kind, stay curious, live unfiltered. All right. Love you. See you later.